0: You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio.
1: Welcome back to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young, Jr. Professor of Marketing and the brand identity theorist. And in this segment, our spotlight segment, We are really thrilled to have John Gieselman, who's the president of Expedia Brands, join us and talk about travel. Hello,
2: John. Hello there.
1: So tell us, you're the president of Expedia Brands. How'd that happen?
2: Well, I I was actually on the board of Expedia Group for uh, about 18 months and uh, COVID hit. And uh, Peter Kern, who was our vice chairman on the board, he uh, came internal to help the company during the, during the period. Uh, and I was at uh, I was at Apple. I'd been at Apple for five years, and I was starting to think about doing something different. Uh, you know, whether I wanted to stay at Apple and retire there, or or go and do something else. And uh, the company just had a need, and I felt I felt like I could help. Uh, it's an interesting category, interesting new challenge, saw plenty of opportunity with the business. So I thought I would go and, and help Peter uh, do what we need to do to uh, drive the business even, even further than, it, than it's been to date.
1: So what did you do at Apple that made you, I assume something you did at Apple made you a candidate to be on the board? Well,
0: and, and, and also let me build on that question, John you know, in terms of that experience, what how has how did that experience with Apple to what how was it a lens by which you then uh perhaps uh saw your world as you began to take the reins of uh with what was going on at, at Expedia?
2: Yeah. Um so it's funny, you know, over the course of my career, uh every job I have had, I probably would not have been successful had i not had the experiences prior to that and now
1: you make me want to know every job you've had
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so start back when you were 16 sir no, when no, you no, uh, were no. waiting tables at the local uh, brewery i mean uh... please we d- we definitely do not have enough time to go <laughs> through all of that. i've been around the block far too many times um <laughs> Yeah so at Apple I was uh the the head of marketing for all of our services businesses. Mm. Uh so you know it wasn't the title but think of me as the CMO of all of our services. Mm. Marketing was kind of split in half there was uh marketing for hardware and marketing mm. for software which was all of our services. So the services were you know the app store apple music apple tv podcast news mm-hmm. apple card apple pay you know whole whole laundry list 17 18- i gotta
1: think that the money's coming in in the service side now more than the product side is it
2: uh well we um yeah i mean we successfully grew the business uh pretty dramatically over the- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're being humble sir <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we did we did okay <laughs> yeah yeah you did <laughs> obviously it wasn't just me it was a collective effort of many many people for sure Uh, but Uh yeah the the services businesses uh you know have been and continue to be on a bit of a tear. but i'll I'll let them speak to that now Got um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but to your to your point americus um you know overseeing a portfolio of Mm -hmm. very different businesses Mm. Uh, really prepared me well for what is now a portfolio of like kind businesses, but th- but they are also different. You know, they're mm-hmm. all in the same category, right? Um, but they are different businesses, uh, and um, you know, like I said, I, I I may not have seen the same kind of opportunity here. Had I not been through that experience? Gotcha.
1: So explain. I mean, we all know Apple, and that's what, and you don't work there anymore anyway. So (laughs) it (laughs) makes more sense to talk about Expedia. So tell us what all the different businesses are. Just lay that out a little bit more clearly so we can kind of get a concrete
2: picture. At at Apple or at Expedia? Expedia. Expedia? Yeah,
0: because I think to Barbara's point, John, you know, we know. We know Apple really well. but and, and we also know Expedia, a super familiar brand, right? Very high top of mind. But talk us through a little bit more of the granularity, as Barbara yeah, yeah, said. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So um, it's actually a fascinating business. It's, it's 21 different brands around the world that are wow. all in the travel category. Interesting. And some of them you've heard of. You know, Expedia, Hotels.com, Travelocity, Mm Orbitz, Verbo, businesses like that. But probably some businesses that you've never heard of before, like What If in Australia or Stays in Australia or Mm -hmm. ebookers in Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, The company was built over over many years through M&A, acquiring different businesses around the world. Uh, all these different brands and that strategy worked fine in the days of web where the strategy uh, was to, you know, optimize, uh, SEO, SEM, um, were but all those it,
1: acquisitions, web bi- businesses or
2: yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, in the days where you're trying to uh, drive direct business through native applications, um, you know, the, the strategy, the strategy obviously changes. And the dynamic that all that m and activity, you know, created was all these brands essentially operated independently. Mm. They, were on, they were on different tech stacks, different value props, different product features, um, different marketing teams, different geographies. Um, and as best they tried not to compete with one another, you inherently do. Um, and that is the real opportunity here is, ah, is, is mm-hmm. to shift the business strategically from one where the brands are operating independently to what I believe is our real superpower. How do you go to market in a coordinated way where you're leveraging the power of the portfolio and, all, and the brands together um, uh, rather than being on top of one another? And, and also really making this shift from our, our web base, our web history to uh uh being mobile first
1: Uh, ah that I knew you had gave us a little clue when you said in the old days of the web I wasn't (laughs) sure what the days were going to be so the new days are all mobile so how so you're making that sound like that's a huge shift why is that such a big shift to go from web to mobile
2: uh well um first of all it's probably not a big shift for most companies but it, it, it for 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 a, for a business that, as I said, most of these businesses were built on the web. I mean, it's funny how it manifests itself. You know, if the three of us were starting a travel company today, Mm -hmm. we probably wouldn't, I would leave it up to the experts, the two of you, but we probably wouldn't name it (laughs) hotels.com. So you know, it it just it's interesting how you know some of the history manifests itself in some of the changes that we need to make. I'm not saying that we need to, you know, completely rebrand, you know, that particular business, but you can just see the the history just in the the company. Mm -hmm. So um, and by
1: that do you mean it's a domain name? Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
2: yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, and the other dynamic is you know, when when a large portion of your business is done on the web, you know, typically you're paying Google uh, to drive traffic, uh, right. you know, yeah. to your site. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a more direct path is to train customers to interact with you through native applications. Um, and that will allow us to have more of an ongoing conversation and relationship with our customers in between the time periods in which they're booking travel mm. to, to create, create a deepening relationship. Because, you know, in this category, yeah, there's differentiation between the OTAs, the, the, the travel providers, but there's not a lot. It's on the margin. Mm. So the real opportunity mm-hmm. is to create um. you you know, deeper relationships with, with our customers. Ah,
1: So, so let me see if I got this right and articulate when you're talking about hotels.com, that is an SEO. I think this is what you said, but I didn't connect all the dots. I think I am now. So that is a business where you're prioritizing search engine optimization, advertising, getting people, doing whatever you can to get people to your site, then they transact and then you lose them. Whereas right. when you're in a native app on a mobile phone, you're developing a relationship where you capture them from transaction to transaction. You have lots of different ways to um, to interact with them. And I assume what you're also saying then is that your your marketing dollars are spent quite differently in, when you're in a web-based world than when you're in this app marketing world. Is that what you're saying? Do I have that right?
2: You got it. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, good. I, I say it all the time to you know, the team in my, you know, nearly three months now uh, being internal is that we need to shift from, from being very transactional with customers to mm, mm-hmm. having, you know, an engagement marketing muscle mm. that the, the company just never had before.
0: Interesting. And how do you develop that muscle, John? How do you get, how do you, what's the workout since you're going to go with the, the, the health analogy here, uh, which I love. Uh, what is that workout that you and your team are formulating from a strategic point of view to, to strengthen and build that muscle?
2: Well, you gotta, you gotta build the team and you gotta build the tools and the capabilities to be able to execute against it. So it's, it's just like anything else. You gotta know what you need to do. Uh, and then you gotta go build the capabilities to do it you know, So some of, some of that has existed, uh, mm-hmm you know, a lot more needs to be built. Some of it built from scratch. Uh, and when you've got, you know, all these different brands around the world on different tech stacks, you know, that needs to be reconciled. It's a little bit of a hairball uh, on you know, <laughs> that apart. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, there's, but you know, that part of that is what, what interested me, you know, I've done that before I've created, you know, a, a, a marketing comms platform before, you know, mm-hmm. to to work across multiple brands. So it's familiar muscle to me. It just needs to be, gotcha. just needs to be built here. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm Barbara Kahn. I'm here with America's Reed. This is Marketing Matters. We're joined today by John Gieselman, who's the president of Expedia Brands, and he's talking about what it takes to make Expedia Brands a strong a strong company in today's world, and talking about today's world and travel how has the pandemic yeah. put a what monkey if, wrench in all of this? I mean, yeah. there's, there's several businesses that have been completely disrupted and travel is one of them. So maybe that's been giving you a chance to refocus but maybe it's been a travesty, I'm not sure.
2: Well, um, you know, any challenge provides opportunity, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, COVID has not been helpful, not just our business, but the whole travel category, you know, right. around, mm-hmm. around the world. Uh, it's been it's been a real challenge, but it but it's coming back. Um, you know local travel uh, is actually uh, quite robust you know because people are limited you know to their close geography let's just say. Um, so you know the our verbo business has been off the charts mm, mm-hmm. like 18 months you know mm-hmm. people wanting to be together. Mm -hmm. but yet away from large crowds. Yeah. Um, Interesting. uh, Verbo's offered a, you know, a great way to do that. You know, the the hotels business has been challenged. The airlines business has been challenged, but airlines are coming back domestic travel, international travel hasn't come back yet, but that's obviously a function of travel restrictions and quarantine requirements and things like that. But, you know, it's all moving up and to the right. Uh, It's coming back. You know, we announced our quarterly results. We were up, 270% 270% year over year, which, you oh, know, wow. that's off a low base from last right. year, which was pretty challenging. But, but it's
1: going in the right direction. Yeah. But that's right why, direction. you
2: know, we just, we just launched a campaign, you know, this month in August, um, we partnered with UNICEF and the campaign was give the world a shot and the idea around it.
0: Yeah. A I love that. That's good. I, I saw what you did there, John. Very, very well done, sir.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, um, like I said, I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it's not, you, you know, it, it, the idea is the world's not the world until you can travel it freely again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, all in the West, you know, we debate individual rights as to whether or not, you know, uh, people want to get vaccinated or not. And the, the reality is, the harsh reality is that in most parts of the world, you know, people are challenged getting the vaccine just because they don't have the means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, so this program was 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 launched. You know, for a couple of reasons. One, I saw it as a way to kind of bring all the brands together for the first time. As I said, they operated independently. I wanted to see what we could do, uh, getting behind, putting the full weight of all of our brands behind. That's something. pretty cool. That's very cool. Uh, that that had never been done in the company. Certainly not unique by. By any means i mean plenty of companies put the full power of their portfolios behind different initiatives it was the first time we had done it and and it's something that you know dovetails nicely into our category and you know we're trying to do our part to get the world So what, expe- what
1: exactly does it mean to give the world a shot what exactly is so
2: for for anybody that that books through one of our native apps Um, we will make a donation to UNICEF. We committed to, uh, uh, contribute at least $10 million to the, to the overall effort. So all the customer has to do is book a trip and we will take care of the rest. The customer doesn't pay for the donation. We do. Uh, and, but they just need to book it in the app and we make Mm -hmm. it super easy. Uh, and the hope was that you know we'd sort of play our part in helping to get the world back to normal and 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 also hope that it inspired other companies to either, you know, join this effort or do it, you know, do what they can in their own way to help the world get back to normal. So um, you know, it was a nice, nice program. I like everything
1: about this campaign. I think from a marketing point of view, it's really good. From a social values campaign, it's very good. From authenticity camp angle, it's very good because, I mean, give the world a shot is obviously making the world a safer place. If the world's a safer place, clearly people can travel more. The incentive is to do this for the altruistic reason, but it gets them within the app. But you've already explained to us is the way to start a relationship. And you're right. starting a relationship on this doing something together to make the world a better place. So it kind of connects all the dots. Uh, it's like, a, it's kind of an elegant campaign. I mean, I don't want to make it crass because I think it does have really good values at the center of it. But it does also seem to me to close the loop on all your marketing goals as well. So yeah,
2: right. yeah that's right. You, I mean, you got it. That That's the whole idea behind it. I mean, you know, oftentimes companies want to, you know, do their part. And, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to align that with, you know, the category that you're in or, you know, what your, what your business is. And this is just one of those things where we found a way to sort of connect all the dots and all the planets came into alignment and and, then it's a great program and we're tracking ahead of our forecast. So, you know, it has moved people uh, into the app um, and you know, we're happy to do our part and we hope that it inspires other people to do what they can. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a very require. nice
1: campaign. It's really yeah. kind of elegant. Thanks. Let me ask you some more general industry, cause you do seem to be kind of a big thinker if I dare say. Um, so let me ask you some general trends in travel. So, you know, like the Airbnb trends and the Uber trends. And that, so there's a pandemic, is one thing. Delta's back. I don't think we're going to go back to the shutdown that we were in 2020. I mm. think it's going to be some kind of different reaction to Delta. Mm. I don't know what Airbnb and all that stuff does in the end to hotels and, you know, and, and, are we driving now instead of flying? And all of these issues, there's a lot of really big macro trends that need mm. to be considered in your business. And I'm sure you've given it some thought.
2: Well, I mean, it's very difficult to predict exactly you know, what's gonna happen. Um, you know, that's, why, that's why we've you know, done what we could to try and get the world back to normal. That takes all that variability out of it. Um, you know, I, I think in just in terms of the macro, uh, you know, we are seeing this, you know, just a tremendous amount of pent up demand. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm sure mm-hmm. between the three of us, we're probably all dying, you know, to get out there and go on some epic trip, you know, that we've been <laughs> thinking about for the last. Yeah. We only live months.
1: once now. That's super yeah. clear. That's Very right. Clear. That's yep. right. Mm-hmm. So,
2: you know, there's a ton of pent up demand. And as the world opens up, you know, I, I think there's going to be robust demand, you know, to do those kinds of epic trips. Mm. You know, we hope to be there and position ourselves to help our customers. Cause you know, if you're going to travel with somebody, you want somebody that's going to be there by your side and, you know, with you throughout the whole journey. And, um, you know, that's the kind of relationship we want to have with our customers, not just from a marketing standpoint, but from a product and experience standpoint. Um, you know, it's a, it's a super fun category. You don't need to sell people on going mm. to take a trip. Uh, yeah, you, you got to sell them on why they should take a trip right. with you. Got it. Got uh, it. Got it. Uh, so that's that's the uh, that's the challenge of our business.
0: Let me ask you a question, John. Because sorry, Barbara, really quickly, because I want to jump back to b- something Barbara's always teaching me. Barbara tells me data is the new oil. She made <laughs> that up. That's that's. <laughs> so I, t- t- talk to us, John, about because it's interesting to think about this multitude of brands that have all of this information. Do you share information across brands? And if so, are there interesting things that you can do by having different data sets occurring in these very different brands across the same travel domain? And if so, could you give us a sense of how that actually might reveal some insights or create some cross synergies across the
2: brands that may not be obvious? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you're right. There's tremendous opportunity. You know, in uh, the amount of data that we have in the category is is pretty robust, but you know, you got to use that responsibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and one of the things I I did pick up uh, in my past experience is I have a much greater appreciation for principles around privacy and protecting mm. customers' data. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that said, you know, if you travel with us through Expedia and then you rent a vacation home through Vrbo with us, mm-hmm. uh, we should know that and we mm-hmm. should recognize that and we should appreciate our, our customers business in a way um, uh, that keeps them coming back. So there's, there's plenty of opportunity to, you know, leverage the data in a smart, intelligent, respectful way. Mm-hmm. Across across the brands and 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 we will do that. And one of the challenges of having all these independent brands
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: in, in independent stacks is it was oftentimes challenging to execute against that. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, you know there will be uh, again none of this is is new. Uh, you know, plenty of businesses are already architected from a data standpoint to be able to do the kinds of things we're talking about. It's new for our business, so it so it presents you know great opportunity. It presents great opportunity for our customers to create better experiences. You know, like one, one simple, simple example would be, you know, across many of our businesses, we have separate loyalty programs. Ah, okay. Uh, Interesting. You know, probably should be one loyalty program. Interesting. Yeah. Marriott yeah. discovered all the that. They kept yeah.
1: their loyalty programs separate for a while. Ritz Carlton and Marriott, that didn't make yeah. any sense in the end. So, mm. yeah. so mm. that,
2: that will all come together. Uh, and again, it's, it, it, we should be able to appreciate our customers and show that appreciation yeah. through, through something like that. Um, so there's, there's plenty of ways that we will leverage it, but uh, we will do it responsibly.
0: So let me ask you this, John, really quick. Sorry, Barbara, this is super fascinating. Just, and then Barbara jump in really quickly. I, I listen. So are, I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Are, are you going to try to make us aware, John, of the connections between the brands? Like, am I going to know that, that uh, Expedia and Verbo are are in the same ecosystem and are essentially the same platform, That's or is it? Program. Yeah, like from a loyalty program perspective, and just in terms of in my mind, because I'm thinking about that that model of multiple brands under one you kind know, of sort of the P and G model, multiple brands under one company, and then you know managing individual brands, but also kind of making me aware of the fact that it's one entire ecosystem. Thoughts there.
2: Well, if you look at the last seven seconds of the commercial we have on air right now, uh, it, w- it would answer your question. So it's it, yes. I mean, we need to, we need to, these businesses need to stop operating independently and we need to create that connectivity between the brands. So the customers understand um, that these are brands within one family. And, you know, when you're looking for a hotel, you go to the experts, hotels.com, you know, that's, who knows more about hotels than Hotels.com? If you want a vacation home, use Vrbo. Uh, you know, uh, if you want to experience togetherness with your family, there's no better brand to do that with than Verbo. If you want to go anywhere in the world on that epic trip that you're dying to take, do it through Expedia. And if you, you do business with all three, we should recognize that. And you should, you should understand that you're doing business with that uh, portfolio of brands. And, and there should be a benefit to you as a customer for, for doing so.
1: Yeah, that's the same logic I heard Marriott explain when they because they had kept Marriott and Ritz-Carlton separate because they were different price tiers and they thought one might contaminate the other. But Mm. it turns out sometimes you want a Marriott and sometimes you want a (laughs) Ritz-Carlton and you really should join that and get the synergy instead of the opposition. John, thank you so much for joining us today and tell us where our listeners can go to learn more about travel.
2: Uh, I would go to uh, one of our apps, go to, go to, go to the app store, download Expedia hotels or, or Vrbo, Uh, And uh, we can uh, send you on an Epic journey any, nice. any, anywhere in the world when it opens up. But in the meantime, it, and if you want to book something locally now, do it and it'll help the world get back to normal. Nice. You, know? uh, you don't have to do anything, but book a trip, just do what you were going to do. And, you know, we'll take care of the rest with UNICEF. Uh, they're a great partner, you know, in a normal year, they administer I found out they administer over 2 billion vaccines a year, just as a course uh-huh. of you mm. know, a, a normal year. So they're a great mm. partner. They are wow. fabulous. And uh, so they're doing what they do best. And, you know, we're trying to do our part. That's awesome.
1: Thank you for that. I do
2: appreciate that. That's
1: all we have time for today. A big thanks to America Street for being my co-host today. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. And we replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow our show on Twitter at SXM Marketing. And you can follow Business Radio at SXM. XM Business for information about all our programming. Thank you for listening today. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read Business Radio Sirius XM 132.
0: If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts.
1: Is there anybody alive?
0: DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey babies, little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome Bruce Springsteen to E Street Radio, your
1: home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM Channel 20.